This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We are in the final hour of the show, but we're going to talk about one one topic that we're so excited about, Nibuan uh, and I were talking about it, about vision boards, and we are having a masterclass on just creating your own vision board for 2024. I mean, the year's ending, we're ready to, um, you know, those new year, new me, <laughs> we're ready to do that new year, new me, um, different goals, you know, trying to reach them as well. So, yeah. Uh, my name is Nyaka Lotefu. Uh, I will be with you just until 3 o'clock this morning. And we are joined by our guest, Kilebo Khileram who is a marketing academic a lecturer, facilitator, speaker, NLP life coach, and practitioner. Good morning, Kilebo and welcome to Power Zone. Good morning, Nyaka London listeners. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. I'm glad to hear that you're well. Thank you so much. I'm uh, super excited to um, be part of this uh, specific segment of the show because, I mean, you know, when it comes to vision boards, um, one of the most difficult things is because we see other people's vision boards, perhaps snippets of their vision boards, and you're like, yo, this is this is an art piece that I cannot do. What exactly is a vision board, Gilebukhil? Okay, so a vision board is a visual representation of one's goals, dreams, and aspirations that we create by putting together or collaging either images, words, um, symbols, and just, you know, um, different visuals onto a board or any other display surface. So you just take a board um, and you put all these images and the words that will obviously support the images and symbols that you can use to articulate whatever goal it is or whatever dream or aspiration that you have in mind. And what we do with these vision boards or these images and everything is that we actually um, use them to manifest or to channel our thinking as per the law of attraction, right? Mm. This is a belief that um, either positive or negative thoughts will bring out positive or negative experiences into a person's life. So we use all these visual representations to actually manifest all of these positive thoughts or positive experiences so that we can see things happening in our lives. So remember that the main goal of a vision board, Nyakando, is to focus on and to manifest our desired outcomes. We're not going to create a vision board to manifest anything negative. We always want a positive or desired outcome. Thank you. Mm. And when creating a vision board, what do I factor in? What are the little things that I should factor in? So the things that you look, the little things, sorry, that you need to factor in is basically what is it that you want to achieve. So your vision board can actually, let's say, be um, a, a compilation of something relating to your health mm. or to your finances or to your career, right? So those thoughts and ideas that you talk, you tend to visualize in your mind, mm. then you just go in there and you put them down there as you factor them in. You know, what is it that I want to achieve? Um, so you take your thoughts, your ideas, your feelings as well, um, as well as, you know, the thoughts that you articulate 
And that is why when we do vision boarding, we use a combination of the images and the words, you know, pictures from magazines, quotes from magazines, words and everything to really put into perspective our thoughts and ideas that we tend to think about mentally, but then we don't usually articulate on paper. And let's speak about the practicality of creating a vision board and its importance. I mean, I think I said it earlier in the show where I was like, for me, it makes no sense to manifest for a car and you don't have your learner's license or your driver's license. How practical should we be? I mean, there's no harm in dreaming and thinking, oh, I can get this. I I will get this. But, you know, it, it... I would like to think that it requires a bit more work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does require a lot of work, actually, because remember that when you put a goal in place, for example, if you want to achieve a car or get a car, you need to know that, okay, fine, before I can get this car, I need to have the means to be able to afford the car or even the permit, like the license that you mentioned, to be able to drive the car, you know. So obviously... All of this has to be practical. There has to be that desired outcome at the end, which the steps that you will undertake to create the vision board will lead you to that outcome. So you're not going to create something that is completely out of your comfort zone that you know that you don't have the means mm. to, um, to to achieve, you know. And that is where the practicality part of it comes in and that is where the accountability part also comes in. Because remember that when we put our goals in place, mm. it's something that we need to understand that has to be achievable, it has to be measurable as well, it has to be realistic, mm. you know, as per the, you know, the, the rules of setting goals. So when you want to achieve that goal, you're going to put the goal in place. But then you need to make sure that you have the steps, you have the means, you have the thoughts and the ideas and the passion and, you know, the commitment to help you achieve that goal. You know, um, a simple thing could be, okay, fine, I want to, um, let's say, graduate at the end of next year, mm-hmm. right? Or I want to enroll for a qualification so that I can graduate at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. So I need to know that, okay, fine, in order for me to... Um, enroll for this qualification. I need to know what it is that I want to study. Mm-hmm. I need to understand why I want to study this. Yeah. What is the desired outcome from what I want to study? Um, and then what am I going to do to study? I need to have the funds or I need to be able to acquire the funding to be able to support my studies. Mm-hmm. I need to know which institution I'm going to study at. So you put the state, you take each and every single state and you mm-hmm. put it in place in order for you to be able to reach that goal. And then the commitment as well, which is something that people don't talk about when it comes to vision boarding. When you create your vision board, it's also a manifestation of your commitment towards that goal. So if you know you're going to study, it means that you're going to put put time aside to study, to, you know, delve into your studies, to research, to reinforce and everything. And commitment is very, very important when it comes to manifesting and, um, you know, getting our desired outcomes. Mm-mm, definitely. And maybe let's now, since because this is like a master class on creating your vision board, let's break down each step of starting the process of your vision board and actually completing it. Because with me, I always think I, I never finish my vision board because I feel like I'm not doing as best as I should or it doesn't look as I think it should in my head. 
So maybe mm-hmm. let's go through the steps of uh, creating your vision board. So the steps of creating a vision board do not have to be complicated steps because mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that I need to just clarify with everyone that it doesn't have to be a complicated process, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you basically set down your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you an example of how I do it mm-hmm. where I write down my goals because I write a lot. And then after writing my goals, um, I basically visualize which aspect of my life do I want to focus this vision board on because intention is very very, very important, mm. which aspect you want to focus on, and then start collecting the images. Um, you can, you know, collect images from magazines, from newspapers, mm. right? Or even from the digital aspect where you don't have to do the physical vision boards anymore. We can use various tools to um, create, you know, um, our, visu- our digital vision boards. So mm. you start collecting those images and you start compiling them. And the most important part about compiling these images is that it doesn't have to be like a once-off process. Mm-hmm. Because remember that our visions change, our goals change, mm. our aspirations change. So we need to also keep that in mind that we need to be adaptable towards any changes that can happen while we're doing this. So nothing is ever cast in stone. Unless if you are very, very committed to making this one vision board, you know, that one and final one. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then we put together the images, and there's no right or wrong. There's no actual, you know, um, rigid structure to compiling that vision board. It's about how you feel at that point in time. Okay. It's about, you know, um, what's around you. So we usually encourage people in vision board parties or during vision board parties to, you know, play some music, um, be in a relaxed environment. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it alone, you know, light some candles, or if you want to you know, really um, stimulate your senses, sit in nature, sit in the garden and do that. Be outside, you know, mm. um, because at the end of the day, how the environment that you create for yourself while you're doing this vision board is very, very important in terms of your state of mind. Your state of mind needs to be in a very calm and, you know, relaxed mode mm. in order for you to do this vision board. And then after that, you know, um, we also talk about the ma- uh, manifestation techniques, right, mm-hmm. which are very, very important. And when you think manifestation, people probably think, oh, my gosh, I need to go and do some deep meditation and stuff. Mm. And it's not really about that. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just about, you know, using positive affirmations where you use positive statements or presenting statements to affirm the goals that you want to, you know, achieve. And you repeat these daily to reshape your mindset and reinforce beliefs in your ability to achieve what it is that you desire. Mm-hmm. And I also talk a lot about um, journaling, where you gratitude journal, where mm-hmm. you write down what you're grateful for on a day-to-day basis. Because remember that when you want to manifest, mm-hmm. you have to get your mind into another space, a space of positivity. Mm-hmm. So when you start writing and expressing gratitude or saying what you're grateful for, this shifts your focus to positive aspects of your life, which help to foster you know, an abundant mindset that attracts more positivity. And we need to emphasize the importance of positive thinking, where positive thinking is really about the action of choosing ideas that empower you over those that limit you. So you cannot manifest when you are in a negative state, right? Mm. You have to be in the positive state. And then also, um, you know, the action of acting, where you act as if you already have, you have already achieved that goal. Mm. And this does not just alter your mindset, but it really, really influences your actions because you're behaving 
and you are acting as if you've already achieved the goal. I'm not saying if you want uh, to uh, manifest 5 million rand, you must go and blow your money type of thing, you know. But how will you actually feel when you get that money? How will you behave when you get that money? So mm. you start aligning your mindset towards that goal, which mm. will bring you towards, um, okay, for your desired outcome. And also, um, you know, visualizing it. How does it look to you? Mm-hmm. But I always talk about um, engaging your five senses where you see, you visualize it through sight. How does it feel for you, you know, in terms of, you know, touch? When you attain that goal or when you're in the process of getting that goal, how does it feel to you? Um, what emotions does it evoke in, invoke in you? Um, you know, um, how does it taste sometimes? If it's something that you listen, want to start cooking and you want to become a very, very good cook, how mm. does that taste? What is, how does the food that you're going to produce or cook taste to you? So you need to engage your different senses. And then we also talk about mindful meditation, where we say that people need to learn how to practice mindful meditation mm-hmm. to stay present and focused because this will help eliminate any doubts, limiting beliefs and fears um, that will suffice because sometimes we get those doubts. And this will also allow you to channel your energy towards the positive manifestations that you want to um, you know, achieve. Mm-hmm. And then setting intentions where you set your intentions for that week for that month or for that specific time frame that you want to you know um attain that vision or get that vision mm-hmm. and this just helps you direct your energy and, and actions towards manifesting these intentions and then there's another one which is very important it's energy clearing we need to learn to declutter our minds and our you know our energy spaces because mm-hmm. you cannot manifest anything from a cluttered energy um space yeah you know positive energy, you know, um, you know, positive intentions. And techniques like, you know, when you deep cleanse your house, for example, you spring clean or you when you declutter, this helps you create more and more of a positive environment. Also mentally where you detox your mind from negative thoughts, where you detox your mind from consuming anything negative on social media mm. or even negative people, that helps a lot with energy clearing. Mm. And then taking aligned action would be the one as important step where you take intentional steps towards the goal, you break them into smaller tasks, and you consistently work on them. And with all these actions that are combined with intention, these help to accelerate that whole manifestation process. So these are some of the techniques that you can use to manifest your vision board. And then I know that in the whole process, um, we can have certain challenges um, that we face while we are, um, you know, uh, putting together these vision boards and manifesting them. And these can range from emotions like, you know, feeling overwhelmed, you know, with the abundance of possibilities. I know that it is happen to me where I just think and think and I feel so overwhelmed with all these ideas and possibilities. But then it's a matter of prioritizing the goals and mm-hmm. focusing on what is important, you know, um, in terms of your goals and what you want to achieve in life. So you channel everything, and this will help you streamline your vision board and make it, make it more effective. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other challenges would include limited resources, mm-hmm. you know, where we struggle to find suitable images and materials. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to just obviously get creative with the resources where you need to use magazines, print images from either the internet, or you can even draw or paint or use digital tools. Or you can even, like we like doing, collaborating with friends and sharing resources to broaden the, the available material. 
Mm-hmm. And that is where the vision board parties come in, right? Mm-hmm. When we meet with people and we, you know, share resources, we communicate, we con- connect and collaborate as well. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the fear of judgment that we have about what others will think about our goals. Yeah. And remember that for you as a person, your vision goal is something that is very personal to you. To me, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a reflection of self and motivation, right? So it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be shared with anyone unless if you're comfortable with doing that. Because at the end of the day, it's very subjective, and it's about embracing your own personal aspirations, owning them without worrying about any external validation mm-hmm. or um or opinion. And then another thing is that you know commitment, and if we're not consistent with our commitment, which tends to be a challenge. Right, um, where we start the vision board, but we do not follow through with it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a matter of breaking it down into smaller tasks mm-hmm. or smaller steps, and we set a time, you know, um, aside to work on these vision boards. So consistency is key, and if we get into the routine of completing the vision board step by step, then we can actually manage to, you know, overcome this challenge of inconsistencies and lack of commitment. Um, and the negative thinking, which is also very important, you know, um, where we think negatively, but we can overcome that, like I said earlier on, by embracing the importance of positive thinking as well. Yeah. And yeah, so those are some of the, you know, um, little tools that you can do or the steps that you can do or undertake to create your vision board and also bring it to life. Mm. And, you know, I wanted to ask you in terms of, huh, I think we've all witnessed how most people would set goals beginning of the year and really they've just run out of that stamina or that excitement of achieving them. So how mm. is it still recommended that you do this beginning of the year? You know, I, when I, I wrote my goals at the time, it was in February because I felt like, you know mm. what, January, I'm just rebooting and I'm just thinking about everything that I need to do. Is there a specific time for your vision board or it's okay to be like a Nyakalo who decided to do it in February and not January because I felt like I would not actually pull through and, you know, do what I want to do. You know, I'm I'm happy that you asked that question, Nyagallo, because we often put ourselves under pressure to do everything at the beginning of the year because the new year is starting. Um, I always say this to people that your new year can begin any day at any time. Uh-huh. The new year can begin tomorrow. It can begin right now yeah. at two fifty AM in the morning of the fourteenth of December. Mm. You know. So we need to now um, break that cycle of always setting our goals for the beginning of every year Uh and understanding that timing is very important. It's about when you feel ready, right? So I might not be ready in January, but somebody else can be ready in January. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of understanding what works for you and how timing works for you and making that work for you. So even if you start your vision board now in December, mm-hmm. you can always follow through with it, you know, in February. So you set yourself, you know, um, goals to say, after every three months, I will review my vision board mm-hmm. or I will add on. I will, you know, pace myself to see if I've obtained the score or what has been happening for me to reach the score, what have been the stumbling blocks. Because we often take that for granted, the fact that you set a vision in place, you put it in place, but then life happens in between mm-hmm. and how adaptable are we to these changes that take place while we are trying to um, you know, reach our goals. 
So timing is very, very important and it's also very subjective because yeah. my time and your time may not be the same time or the perfect time for another person and you need to embrace that mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to creating our vision calls. To wrap this conversation up, uh, um, what would you advise somebody who is gearing up to actually create a vision board? And yeah, what would your advice be? You know, the one thing that I would really advise them on, which I'm going to start with, um, is I know we all want everything to be perfect, Right. We want you know to reach our goals and everything, but let's not be rigid in how we go about it. Because being rigid, you know, um, in the planning, in terms of being strict with how we want to create our vision boards and how we want to attain our goals, mm-hmm. can also serve as a stumbling block. So we need to be flexible in how we approach this whole process because it's a creative process. Mm. So being rigid and creativity do not work, do not align. So your vision board doesn't have to always follow a specific format. You mm. need to embrace the creativity and make sure that you know, there's a flow of creativity in how you do everything. You need to follow your intuition as well mm-hmm. when you're doing this, you know. Because at the end of the day, your intuition is also a driving force towards attaining your goals. It will help you realize that this is this feels right. Mm. This does not feel right, right? Mm. And the process of just doing this has to be enjoyable. And it also has to reflect your own personality style, right? Because some people, you know, um, decide, can decide to draw because they love drawing mm-hmm. instead of cutting pages and putting them down. Some people can use digital tools. So it's in, entirely upon, you know, understanding of self and being aware of self in order to do this. Because if you don't, then you're going to do it based on other people's ideas and other people's experiences where you do not own your own experience mm-hmm. and you do not personalize it for yourself. So it's very, very, very important for you to own this process and let the process flow, knowing that you are the one that's driving the process, but not being too strict about it, not being too, you know, rigid, not being too, you know, close-minded about it as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Kilabhile. Um, I think what I've gotten from you is basically own this process, let it flow and be open-minded. Don't be too rigid with everything. Be open-minded and that's how you create your vision board. And that's very true. And, you know, be positive in the whole process mm. because we, we don't want to operate from a space of negativity. As it is right now, we're living in very negative times. Mm. So when you undertake this process, keep the positive outcome in mm. mind. Keep the positive goal out there, you know, and let that be the center of your focus and always think positively. And that is why when we create these vision boards, we need to put them in a space or in a place where we can see them every day to manifest them, to visualize it and just to keep us motivated and driven. So that's another important part about this whole process. The positivity as well as the reinforced commitment and reinforcement of the goal that we want to achieve. All right, thank you so much, Kilebuchile Ramohopa, who is a marketing academic, lecturer, facilitator, speaker, NLP life coach, and practitioner. Thank you so much for your time, Kilebuchile.
Thank you so much, Nyakalo. And you know, it's always a pleasure to be invited to engage with you and the listeners. Mm-hmm. So um, all I can say is to the listeners in closing, mm-hmm. you know, own this process. It's your life, it's your journey, it's your vision. And nobody else can hinder it except for you if you allow yourself to hinder it. So in that whole process, don't self-sabotage. Be positive, be realistic, and enjoy the process. Don't just look at the end result, mm-hmm. but enjoy the process of reaching that end goal and that, that end result. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.